Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Not Boring Business Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Redman, founder of YourV1.com. This is not suits and handshakes business. This is not boring business. Let's go. We're live. We are live. Dude, uh, <laughs> so as we were talking a little pre-sesh here, uh, we were talking about how we have the ups and downs and the turbulence of entrepreneurship. And you guys on your entrepreneurial journey, I want you guys to go into kind of who you are. By the way, I do the intro later. Ah, okay. Awesome. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I just go we're with We're just it. two guys here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. We'll form the third into... guy's coming later. <laughs> That's a big joke. Okay. So you guys go, go into a little about yourselves uh, inside. Sure. So my name's Frankie. I am uh, the creative half of Elude. I, I, my marketing background and everything led me to this point as of right now. Uh, I love everything that has to do with making things. That could be apps, it could be a painting, a movie, photography, whatever. Um, anything that involves somebody's creative, that's where I'm at. Sorry. There we uh, go. <laughs> so, hey, uh, sorry about that. Uh, Alex. Yeah, so my background is all on the business side. So I'm the other half of Allude, okay. uh, more towards kind of the guy in Excel, the guy who is you know doing uh, calls and, and stuff like that. So. Um, before that, I was out over in investment banking for quite quite some time, about five years, and uh, yeah, I I love elude. I love traveling. Um, so let's let's unpack that a yeah. little bit, right? <laughs> okay. Because I, I, a big part of why I wanted you guys to come on here is because I got a huge boner when we were talking the very first time. I didn't notice it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. Have. I hide it very well. I hide it very well. <laughs> And you guys told me about the manual processes that were going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. although like we sell this automated process, like all, all these startups at the beginning, you can't afford to build those systems and you most likely shouldn't yeah. build those systems until you know they need to be automated and it's worth the investment. Of course. Yeah. So like until you, like we're all bootstrapped at this stage and a lot of the stuff we do behind the scenes is still manual work under the guise of being like more automated than it is. Mm -hmm. sure. So like until it gets to the point where we either have the money to automate it or it is a core function of what we're doing. You got to do it yourself. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So for us in particular, we we book people's trips. So, you know, uh, yeah, go budget, into a, what sure. a so is. Elude, uh, everybody knows how much they want to spend on a vacation and you know when you can leave for that vacation and when you have to come back to reality. So those are the only two inputs that you need. Uh, put in the budget, put in your dates, and then we show you everywhere in the world that you can afford to get to, flight and hotel packages. That's great. What's not great is that there's so much data involved with that uh, that you have to comb through to figure out exactly what that means. So for us in the beginning, it was uh, me making all of those itineraries, so literally going through everything <laughs> in the entire world uh, with somebody's budget and putting together those packages uh, behind the scenes. So somebody would send <laughs> yeah. us, you know, their uh, their inputs, the, the the date and budget, you know, that they had for their vacation. And then I sent out an automated email. We, we had set up uh, like an automated 
response that said, no problem, we're working on it. What that <laughs> really was meant... Was it an automated <clears throat> response or did yeah. you actually manually... No, that was automated. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but uh, then that queued into my inbox, uh, you know, those two data sets, and then I just went to town. It took maybe in the beginning a couple hours for me to put together maybe 15 different packages for somebody. Okay. Uh, and then just ship that out in a really nice presentation and then, you know, hope that they book. Right. Uh, but that was all day for many, many days because... As like when as you we, say all day, that's like... Yes, yeah, so when I woke up uh, probably at 8, uh, my inbox would probably be pretty stuffed full of people's requests. And I either did it at that computer there or I went to the coffee shop, Priscilla's in Burbank. Love your coffee. Uh, <laughs> nice and just shout and out. Just we should get Priscilla's to sponsor this. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but then just sit there and literally just comb through every flight that's happening in those times. And then the I now am a walking Rolodex of how much it costs somebody to stay right. somewhere. Um, so I knew basically how to split the ratio, which now we worked into an algorithm, um, and just get those trips to the user. How long did book. that take? Like, how long were you guys that, what I call a Flintstone startup? Yeah, how many months was I that? I would say a few months. I mean, at least four or five, maybe even okay, yeah. half, a, half a year. Yeah. Um, but I think something even that you mentioned that I think is huge is when you're first starting out as a startup, like you don't you don't want to automate something. Yeah. Actually, that's probably the worst thing that you can do. Um, getting your feet wet into like all of the different sites and figuring it out, I think, was probably the best case for us. Yeah, you have to know what works, what doesn't, what you want to fix, what you can break, what, you know... Yeah. What the hell? Like, if if you go into a, a meeting with a VC and they're asking you questions and you don't know the in depths of every single step involved, you don't belong in that meeting. Correct. You know, if yeah. you haven't done it all yourself and broke it down and you're not the master in that mindset, n nobody wants to talk to you. Then you know, it's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I I think there's so much value outside of like it being a necessity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, which was I was originally coming from that that piece right sure the flintstone has to use his feet to go because the motors don't exist right yeah so instead of it being out of necessity i think there's so much value in what like yes. you said alex which was learning the actual ins and outs of how it's done other ways you coming into contact with certain things yeah and it's like you know it better so that when you do automate it you're kind of like yeah okay you know exactly where to automate yeah. yeah and i think i mean for for any startup that's basically going out and basically creating something right um you want to do that not only just because yes you know finding about these different options and learning about it but like you want to know that people actually are going to do it right so like when you're building your client you need to know that people are going to go through these different checkpoints for your own sake right because if you're going to go put 20 50 100,000 into some technology that's going to automate something sure if you don't have a user base or some type of customers to, to purchase that or to use um, that that's basically money just going to be dumped and, and then you're going to have to go build yeah. that. Right? As, so absolutely like, lost. So, yeah, exactly. And so like for you us- might as well have bought a Ferrari and crashed it. Like yeah. that would have been <laughs> right. better use of the money. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Have you guys ever come in, come across, I, I like to think that I'm a process design genius. Mm -hmm. Like most of the stuff that I've automated, it can be automated because I can look at things just six different ways that other people can't. So like, have you ever automated or gone too far into something where you're like, fuck, I wasted a bunch of time on that. In my old job, yeah, but I think from that, it taught me to kind of ease up a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, my so? previous role, it was all data, like category management and marketing, <clears throat> and I had Tableau is amazing. I love it as like a data, you know, 
visual and, and you can do whatever the hell you want with with that data but man i took it so far and then uh you you go in front of you know the the board and you present stuff and they're just like well, this is great but we don't even need any of this stuff. yeah sure. and it's like you know weeks of me like wow i finally figured out you know this awesome thing doesn't even matter I would say, I yeah, I would say on my side, I I definitely have hacked my way into, I would say, like productivity or being more efficient. I think when it comes to Excel or even PowerPoint, um, my old job in investment banking, that's literally where I lived, like day in and day out. That's, you know, I'm creating pitch decks and um, kind of annual or monthly reports to, to showcase to board meetings or, or CEOs of companies. And um, what I think I realized very quickly was, if you're going to show something to someone, right, they're going to want to see it two or three different ways. Sure. Um, and at first, it would be like, okay, it's going to take me an hour or two hours to basically update that. And then I got to a point where it's like, uh, you know, I know which variables are basically exactly. what levers to pull. Exactly. And then now at this point, Finally it's got there. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, right. When you're in uh, the nuts and bolts of it, like, or you become so far removed, you just don't know how hard something is. If you truly know how hard it is to do it, or the, the actual pain points, you can go back and it's easy for you to go, mm -hmm. why don't we just have this? Right. Yep. Go from A to E instead of going A, B, C, D, yeah. E. Right? Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we definitely did that with Allude initially. It's like, you know, at first we were, we were sending two or three emails. It was like, you know, uh, we'll be right back. And then maybe if, um, a week later it was a newsletter. And then we realized there was just so many different touch points that we could either lose someone mm -hmm. or... Um, or you know, not basically gain their trust with our brand, um, and I think that's where you know we basically just cut it all back and was like, this mm -hmm. is what we should be able to do, and you know, basically just go one and done. And how long have you guys been making a go at, uh, at Allude? So, yeah, part time, uh, two years. Yeah, okay. full time, the better part of one. One year, okay. Yeah. Uh, and the last couple months in particular have just been like the biggest snowball effect ever. Sure. Like we, we said like this on, we on our podcast. <laughs> our podcast <laughs> the other day uh you just have to like do it yeah 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 because then like you've already done it and then you have you're like a next step ahead so if you don't take that first step you're never going to advance right so for us you just have starting two years ago was great even though we were part-time mm -hmm. if you can give it full-time eventually then obviously it's going to progress better but you have to take that initial step and yeah. I, so this it, it's a, there's an interesting point there like I think there's a constant like influx or ebb and flow of like motivation. Mm -hmm. So like when you start something with like part time and you're like, yeah, this is this is fun or this is a part time thing. Yeah. And then when you're all in full time, it's like a, me and you were talking about, Frank, oh, like man. Yeah. on on your check out their podcast as well. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, if you search the break, uh, you can find YouTube us. channel. Subscribe on their YouTube, YouTube channel. channel. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. Then, Kind of get to see us as well. We'll try to get some subscribes for some awesome. subscribes. We'll yeah. trade. There you, you know? yeah. I've got almost got a couple. We trade you almost yeah. hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe oh, yeah. to Not Boring Business as well, folks. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know you're. I know you're fucking listening. So it's like I see you. Like you know, there's like we hear you anywhere yeah. from three hundred to like a thousand people that are listening yeah. somewhere out there. Hit yeah. that button. across the world. That's pretty cool. And you go, where you at? Oh, do it. Where? Yeah. <laughs> where you at? Buy my stuff. Yeah. So, like, based on the motivations, right? So, like, you go from part-time to full-time, and the motivations somewhat change, if you know what I'm saying. So, like, mm -hmm. well, you go, I need to eat now. Yeah, yeah. This is my full-time gig. How do you how do you keep that fire? Or how do you keep yourself motivated? You have an, an Alex. You have to find an Alex. Ooh. Why don't you take it, Alex? 
Yeah, yeah. No, honestly, I mean, I think it does come back to you just need to be focused and determined. I thought um, you were going to say you just need a necklace. You just, yeah, you, actually, you just need one of me. So um, if you take down my number, no. Uh, but no, really, I think, I mean, going even back to being part-time, I know a lot of founders probably are thinking like, I just need to make the jump. And like, we've been there, we were doing that. And I think that there's a good and bad side of doing that. Good is like you do have room to fail, right? And that's where you're testing. That's where you're constantly just finding different customers or finding different ways to basically create your business. But over time, you'll feel the momentum. And if you're at a point where it's like, I need to do this or I need to do that. I mean, uh, the the amount of hours that it takes, and I always joke around like with people who are like, oh, this other company will just do exactly what what you do, right? Because yeah. it's competition. It's like nobody's putting in the 90, 100, 150 hours that it takes basically to create your startup. Nobody's going to do that. Right. Um, and nobody's creating the brand that you're basically building for your your own uh, brand. I agree. And so um, my whole thing is you just have to be determined about building that and finding the right people to actually do it with because there is, I mean, we've heard horror stories of other- We've f- had our own horror stories. Yeah. We, we lost money. We lost motivation. Came oh, yeah. back on it like it, it is a ride, but you know, uh, our motivation was we we kept going back into an office that we hated, and that was motivation enough to keep going to get the hell out of there. Um, so that for me, you know, got us back on the horse, and you know, yeah. But uh, there's good and there's bad. I mean, everybody says that, but there is, and you just have to deal with it. Yeah. So you talk about niche, right? And like niching yourself. Yeah. And I think I think we've discussed this, and I want to unpack it a little bit. But uh, we've discussed how some people have said, oh, doesn't, I don't know what it was. Maybe you can jog my memory. Was it like Travelocity will do oh, this? Yeah, or like, like Expedia. Expedia, oh, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. So like, oh, Expedia will do this. It's a feature. First of all, that's thank you for the compliment that we caused that much of a stir in the market for Expedia to that's change I mean. their yeah, entire yeah, business right? model and invest millions of dollars to, to do what we're doing. Thank you. That's a compliment. That's what I think when a VC says that. But in reality, it's <laughs> and like, now no, VC will listen to this Expedia and go, oh, no. will never change. They don't. Uh, iterate. iterate. They acquire. They they'll buy us, or they'll buy a company that's making a, a ruckus. Like they don't. They're not going to change. Right. Get. Come on. So what? so my only thing to that because I completely agree with Frank. Uh, we're we're drinking the same juice, but um, I think initially it was. When someone said that, we did come up with some type of story about why they wouldn't or why they would, you know, basically either acquire us or or not go down that route. I go back to having the right people in our toolkit to basically answer those questions for us. And so, you know, in that case, I met with Dara, who's the CEO of, uh, or he was the CEO over Expedia at 13 years. Now he's the new CEO over at Uber. And like, that's a guy that we can basically use as a sounding board when we have those different combinations of talks, whether it's VCs. And it's like, look, we've talked to the guy who basically runs this right they're not going to do this and he yeah and he told us that so i think that in itself of basically building out the the network of people that could be used as like a you know i didn't say this and it's not coming from me who's been living and breathing travel for the last few years but it's coming from the guy who is doing this for you know 30 uh 30 plus years and and in that industry how did you get connected with dara so that's a different story. Oh, yeah, man. that's uh, I. Met this is him. what like let's let's. Yeah. I want to go into some of the secrets, like so, some of the BTS. Yeah. So I'm I'm. Might a, not be legal. Uh, <laughs> is this it? is not born. Okay. Well. Okay. So. <laughs> like, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so a couple years back, uh, 
Alex got accepted into the Cairo Society, which is like a, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, but a community basically for young entrepreneurs to get connected with very important people around the world, uh, and was then invited to Davos, Switzerland, to attend the World Economic Forum. And then, Alex, why don't you tell them the... Yeah. So in that case, yeah. yeah. Went over to the... Yeah, went over <laughs> over here. So basically, yeah, I went over to the World Economic Forum over in Switzerland, um, where kind of the I like to put it like the who's who of of business or or politics end up congregating, um, and yeah. So we met at a party. We met at a party at Davos, um, and it's funny because I kind of had a laundry list of people who I wanted to make an impression on, or at least get in front of. Yep. Um, I think. You know, any founder would have those type of people of being like, wow, like those are the people in that industry. Um, and so I remember seeing him from across the room. This is kind of like a <laughs> dating thing. I saw him from across the room. No, um, but it's funny. I was talking to a friend and I was like, wow, that's, you know, that's Dara. I wanted to actually get introduced to him. And similar how you just set me up for this spike, he did the same thing for me and he goes over to Dara. Now, this guy is head diplomat of Belgium. Um, and so I. So you knew the head diplomat. I was hanging around with him over okay. the um, over the course of Davos, and so um, he knew, you know, my intentions was to actually get introduced to these people. And so he walks over to Dara very confidently, and he goes, and he puts his hand on Dara. He didn't know Dara. He had no idea who no Dara idea. is. No okay, idea. Okay, okay. Um, but in that in that environment, everybody who's there assumes that yeah. everybody else there is important enough for you to. Talk to do with, that. you know. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, this guy, um, and I give him a lot of credit because he really hooked me up in that sense. And um, he goes over, puts his hand on, and he goes, so, Dara, have you met Alex? As in, like, <laughs> I was someone. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And I Dara's like, that. oh, no, pleasure to meet you. How's it going? And right there, you know, that's that's kind of the, the evolution. But then it's of, up to you to continue to that conversation. On. Yeah. 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 And how do you that respectfully? Because he is who he is, and you are truly not someone at this exactly. point. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how yeah. do you... Yeah, at all. And so, I mean, for me, uh, initially, I just heard of him transitioning over to the CEO of Uber. Okay. This was like maybe a few months in. So I said, you know, first off, congratulations on on making the transition over to Uber. Like, that's exciting. What made you want to make that jump? And actually, I kind of just gave him a little bit of like, is this guy going to talk to me, right? Because he could either shut me down right there, which I've I've experienced, right? And it's like, oh, you know, I was looking for new opportunities. Thanks so much. And he'll and go on his way. I don't like to be, yeah. yeah, I don't like to be annoying. I think I, I definitely like to be persistent, uh, but there's definitely a difference there. Very close, but, very, uh, close. very close. But you know, I gave that to him, and for a few minutes, he kind of went off about why he, you know, was was interested in making that jump, and um, kind of gave me a little bit more insight about why you know he he wanted to go work at at Uber, and then you know it was a good transition for me to basically say, hey, look, you know, I know that you've operated Expedia for 13 years, and um, for me, you know, we're just starting out on this journey for for Elude. It's another new travel company, and it goes, okay, pitch me, and and he actually gave me the floor of, you know, kind of seeing if this was something of value, um, which I did, and, you know, he then gave me great feedback about what we're in, what basically we're in store for for the next few years, and, <laughs> and how we can start to kind of manage that. He even said, you know, take down my email, send me a few uh, updates uh, on your journey. Was it his personal email, Uber email, or Expedia email that he's not using anymore? So it was personal. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, and in that case, I mean, that's where we've kind of stayed in touch uh, since then. Yeah. And and what I like to say too is like with Davos in particular, that's one example. I probably have maybe fifteen or twenty yeah. of different individuals that these are the type of people that I mentioned back about, 
you know, network or, or just people in your tool toolbox, those are the people who are going to answer the questions for you as long as you have them behind you and they'll answer your call. Yeah, I love this idea of keeping people in your toolbox. Like, I think for me, it is, I've heard this this line, and it was once, it was, I think it was Mad Men. Anybody a Mad Men fan? Okay, I, I mean, I've watched a few. I loved yeah. it. And it was, a man is whatever room he is in. Okay. Ah, right. Like like you said, no one knows really anyone, yeah. but if you're at these kind yeah. of events and you're doing, you're, chances are you're somebody or you can't like- Or why necessar- would you be there? Right, you yeah. can't necessarily like blow them off to where one of my strategies that, I guess we, we talked about that on the podcast once, was someone's advice was to buy a VIP ticket to an event so that you're just mingling with the other VIPs Mm -hmm. and no one knows if it's like you actually just had to buy like pay to play or or what you're doing right that's yeah that's exactly it I also think too I mean closing out the whole Davos thing like it is you know I I wouldn't suggest somebody to just like fly out in hopes that you can kind of mingle um, in that sense, right? It's like, you know, those are probably three, four dollars $400,000 per ticket. Um, what? Yeah. In addition yeah, to, so, like, you have to okay. submit your passport beforehand so that the government knows that you're on camp. I mean, these are... And you were you just got in here because you were invited. like... We were invited, yeah. Um, your confidence knows no bounds, sir. That's... There you go. Like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, if I'm in there, I'm like... And even me, <laughs> right? Well, so, for example... How close I am to Alex right now is how close Alex was standing to Joe Biden. Yeah, like really, there, and there's security, but yeah, yeah you're yeah. allowed to be like this, right? Because because you're in you've that group. Paid to play. Will, yeah, will I am? I mean, you yeah, go down the list. I mean, if you yeah, those are. How did you get connected? What was the fucking program? <laughs> so yeah, th- uh, this is actually a good plug for Kairos. So like Kairos Society, they're based out of New York. Um, they're fairly, um, I'd say, established in the sense yeah. where. They have a whole bunch of array of um, individuals that basically are part of their networks. So they have, you know, the Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates, the mm-hmm. um, the Oprah Winfrey's of the world, the Mark Zuckerberg's. Basically, what they like to do, the Richard Branson's, Branson's yeah. is a big guy there. Um, and so, what they like to do is they they basically take young entrepreneurs that are doing something. It doesn't matter which industry that you're trying to disrupt, but doing something of value. Um, that ultimately, their goal is to make network connections, right, for yourself, for the future. So the idea behind Kairos is what happens if we can connect a young entrepreneur to a business elite that could either open a door or kind of introduce mm, something coach, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Um, and facilitate those conversations to say, like, what do you actually need to do to get up the mountain? Um, and what is in it for them? They're, um, and then now you're part of the network. So yeah. when you make it, now you're, oh, got you. you're giving back. And they, okay. they have a venture group as well. So, like, the goal is to kind of, I would say for them, again, I can't speak on behalf of them, but um, their goal would probably be to have different fellows come through their program. And then if they go and create companies, you know, then they would go and reach out to their venture group and mm-hmm. say, hey, we're looking for fundraising. They've invested yeah. in, you know, <clears throat> they I think they just closed a, maybe a $60 million fund a few months back or a few oh, years back. Um, and so then they tap into their own network and say, hey, you know, are you guys looking for, for funds? Um, where, where can we start to invest that? Yeah. Man, okay, so part of me thinks and like grapples with that advice piece where like everyone almost dreams they're in a room like that. Yeah. Half the people, even if they get that dream and they shit themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's very intimidating. So like, it's not like faking it till you make it. You've, yeah. you've already made it. You're there. Right. You're there. Now you have to to go with it. You are in this room. Yeah. Yeah. 
So and you deserve to be in this room because you're in this room. Yeah, you can have that whole imposter syndrome when you get back home. Like, <laughs> deal with that shit later. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. <clears throat> but Man. I, I do think it does help um, in our case and probably other people too And when they're starting a business is like, they, it's not you, right? Like, yes, you're there be on behalf of your company, right? So, like, we're creating a lewd. Like, I'm there representing this brand that we're creating. Um, it's not me being Alex Simon and it's just saying, hey, I'm such a big fan. It's like, <laughs> I actually do have a talking point to be like, this is what we're trying to build. Yep. Um, yeah. and this is what we're trying to break or yeah. disrupt or whatever uh, you want to do. Can yeah. I say that I've taken your advice since, like, last week? Okay. Wow, and how is quick. it? Uh, How's it going? Mentally, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And your advice to me was, well, well, another thing, another very humbling experience in this entrepreneurial journey of mine is like taking advice from people a lot younger than me. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, you just have to just now yeah, it's just nothing. It starts to mean less and less. Absolutely. It does. You know, and I have no pride. I yeah. don't have pride when I try to make a sale. Yeah. I have no pride when I'm, I'm pitching someone or like, I'll beg. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll do. So you actually, you guys are are different than in that yeah. sense. Oh, is that how we're different? Similar. Yeah, that's the only uh, way. Oh, okay. this man will I, walk right out I'll the door. Never he will fucking not. ask oh, yeah. for a damn thing. Oh yeah, you can go. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Chris too much. No, like that's it. I have I have trouble going like because we have different tiers. So I always go. Yeah, you can have the lower one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't. Have, like I have problems with that. Like really going all in and going hardcore. But eventually, I will beg you. Yeah. Or like if I, and it and it almost becomes like piggybacking on this advice and when to reach out to advice. I think when you have people like, uh, like the the people you find in that kind of ecosystem that mm -hmm. are like you, come on, you know are better than you. hundred percent. Some people are better than question. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you need to know when <clears throat> to reach out when you're not bugging them when you're not annoying them, and it's a lot of the times when you're going through like the struggle. Yeah. Right. So like. Is it a game where you're like, I need to keep this connection warm or it like, and you're not really going through something or is it you're actually struggling with a piece of a piece of your company right. or a situation that you actually reach out and get a response? Mm -hmm. So that's a question that yes, it's, it's also a statement yeah. Yeah. phrased right. as a question. Yeah. yeah. So as like from the question, you go through struggles. Yeah. Like is it, which is it right? Is it, I guess, is it two things where you need to keep a connection warm so they kind of remember. Yep. Or is that not even in your head? It's all about when you're going through a struggle and then you reach out and say, hey, I need I this. I definitely think that it's a combination of both. Yeah. But yeah. I think, and this is this is goes back to just like building the right network, is like you don't need to talk to someone for a few months. And we would know, like our my goal in that sense is that we would create these type of connections that if something were to take place, then we know who to talk to as opposed to reaching out to them while we're going through it. Sure. Um, that's clearly the goal in business is like just knowing what you want in the future and then trying to not hit a, a brick wall and yeah. having somebody help you. Um, but in the beginning, it's definitely <laughs> constant, right? It's definitely just like, okay, you know, I'm going to try to reach out to this person. And I mean, you've seen it from mm -hmm. kind of this angle, but like I reach out two, three, four, five times and with no, no response, response. Uh, and um, just keep going. And yeah, like, sure. you know, I mentioned because who the hell cares if who they're not? Cares? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you already got nothing. Why yeah. not keep going? And well, that's a, why not badger them? Yeah, hey. I don't know if I mentioned this on on the podcast with with you, but that's exactly what happened with one of our advisors. Like, I reached out a year before, um, I, literally a full year. It was like September of you know two thousand maybe seventeen, um, 
we were just starting something out and we were trying to basically get this guy part of what we were doing. We saw what he liked. We saw his lifestyle and um, what he's done with other businesses. And we said, hey, let's sit down and have a call or a meeting. That's the thing Nothing. you got in my head about over the weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, thinking about both of you in the shower. Okay. Just nice. yesterday. And I thought to myself, <laughs> get comfortable with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, we all do it. Whatever. And I was like, Dude, it's probably good right now if I re some part of me is like, cunt, like we're raising a little money, we've raised a little money, and like I don't want to focus much effort on it. Mm -hmm. So I literally have tried to build leverage enough to walk into people and go like, invest investor or the other person, just come on. Like you either want on this or you don't. I don't have time to fuck around with you. Yeah. I don't no, have at this point you don't. No. That's what I mean. I don't have time to go, I'll have your advice and then I don't want to listen to you. Yeah. So it's like and I've got, I've gotten, you got in my head over the weekend because I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. I don't need an, a direct infusion tomorrow, right? Like we have decent mm -hmm. margin. Yeah. And like I updated you with some of our progress. Great progress. Yeah. It is like, it's, I need to reach out to strategic yeah. advisors and be like, you've gone through this before. Help in earnest, of course, not yeah, in yeah, yeah. bullshit. Because right. before, maybe I would have thought like, in the beginning, I want his like money. That, yeah. yeah, you know and what I mean. And a hundred percent, when you're first starting out, you need to do that. It's like if you if you want to start talking to the right people, it's like you got to first talk to everybody. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You literally need to just I, like we we heard it from one of the VCs. You know, when you're first starting out, it's a spray and pray. That's yep. literally what happens. You just yeah. go out there and hope that people respond back to you, um, and then. Then you back. target it out. And yeah. as soon as that transition happens, it feels really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you know you've, you're starting on the right path to making a business actually real. Yeah. Where know? the, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Where you start to, you start to, I, I would guess, like gain traction. More people are yeah. coming. Some people come to you. Yeah. And then it gets around. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is a good example too. It's like, you know, we read, I mentioned this on, uh, on our last talk, but we you know created a full list of people that we wanted to reach out to and we started to do that and more recently it's been other people introduce other investors who have invested in us that said hey you know meet my friend joe or meet my friend yeah. sally right and it's like that's that's what you want you want them to feel like wow you guys are providing value already to what we've invested in and we yeah. see a future here so talk to my buddies that's right that's the whole kind of network uh, that is something that's so valuable which is a guy who invested in uh our company actually was the guy who made the connection with the studio mm, who okay. i was okay, mentioning yeah. before this oh yeah and i go that's before amazing right before that i was like these people are just this, like a check. This is a really like I'm still have. They're not working for me outside yeah. of this. Like, get what's, on the fucking get yeah. on the team. Yeah, right. Like, so it is about like taking their money and seeing who they know. What's great, and this is a huge plug for one of our network, um, Juan and Eva. They're up in San Francisco, and uh, they've done some amazing work. But something that they had said on our podcast was they asked some very high level executive at you know Google or YouTube one of those th those companies and said well let's say you were in my position now how would you go out and raise money that was their kind of question and and basically to to gauge how this guy would go about raising funds um, and he just responds and I love this answer because this is kind of now where we're getting into it's like I just ask my friends I ask my friends mm. if I need to make if I need to raise money because those are his connections. His connections are oh, the fuck. VCs, and so like it's a little deeper than that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. here's the thing: that's 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 goals <laughs> that's when what, it comes to creating a business. That's great like, when your fucking friends are Andreessen Horowitz. That's exa <laughs> see, that, you know what I mean, yeah. 
But um, you know, that's the the journey, right? We'll get to yeah. that point. Correct. Yeah. 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 I uh, well, yeah, dude. What a fucking one a baller answer. Yeah. <laughs> and like a lazy answer. Well, I mean, in the context of of one story, he he did say, well, do you mean like how I would recommend you guys do it, or how I personally oh, okay, do okay. it? Yeah. Okay. So he said, no. How do you personally do it? He's like, well, I just ask my friends. Like, yeah. what a great answer. Yeah. So like you want it, dude? That's I go I go back and forth and back and forth. Like part of me, I think we've spoke on this where I would love to make this a 10, 20, 30 million dollar a year company and I would love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another part of me gets fucking jealous when a unicorn hits and I'm like, I fucking knew that fucker. Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah. Like what the fuck? Like what they, that company, that idea? Right. Like and I go in order to do that realistically, you need VC money. You uh, need those yeah. connections, in you time. need those yeah. people in to almost, introduce you to other people. Yeah. In almost all cases, yeah, you need the VC funds yeah. to get to that level, but and this is what we're also finding too with different entrepreneurs that we're meeting or advisors that we're meeting with is like the more common approach is um, you know go down the VC go down the VC route and then kind of explode in that manner in hopes that you could you know create kind of the next Facebook or something or go and basically get a $10 million or $5 million business and own 100% of it or own sure. 95%, yeah. right? And it's like that, like, clearly those are the two differences, right? Um, but if you're in the point where it's like, okay, you know, you got maybe a few hundred thousand dollar business, amazing, and you want to take it to the next level, that's where those kind of, I would say, key inflection points are going to be huge. What motivates you guys more? The idea of making a unicorn or the idea yeah. of making like, a bigger like a 10 20 30 minute like a that range what what guy what turns you guys on i'll say for me and then sure 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 for me actually and like my background is in investment banking and and raising funds and and doing all that oh, you've that seen a lot of zeros i've yeah. seen yeah. yeah i mean here's the thing like yeah not impressed by money <laughs> it's not it really isn't money for me and it's not building the unicorn it's not building the um you know the the next thing it's like for me, it literally comes down to the core root of elude and travel. And like, for me, travel has extremely changed my life um, ever since I went abroad the first time. And for people who haven't experienced going outside of your own country, um, my mind yeah. is is literally, um, it's empathetic towards you because mm. you haven't really experienced what it could be. Um, and that I think is where elude is is my goal is like just basically showing people that this is possible and you know talk to your neighbors talk to the next people across the country and, and just explore um that to me is what i'm looking so for. it has nothing to do with like company growth or like well i mean it, when you think about that you have to grow the community gigantically yeah you want to obviously to be on top of everybody's mind so that kind of goes hand in hand with maybe billion dollar valuation or something sure. like that um but that's not what we're chasing, I guess. Yeah. Like that's not priority number one on our, you know, blackboard back at right. the office. What is community? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We want. I mean, everybody, all the cool people out there to, you know, just get yeah, out sure. and see the damn world. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that growing that is is number one. How many people do you want in the community? How many people do you have in the community? Like, how big do you? Yeah. Then tell me in terms of community size. Yeah. Well, how big do you want this community to be, and how big do you think it is? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I should probably read the census on how many people are in the world but so <laughs> I, I know that. in terms of like so if you break it down like americans travel twice a year i want to double that hmm. why because they probably don't know how inexpensive it is to travel baller like sure. to get international and when you take a thousand dollar trip down to the shore that's stupid you know you can break that into two trips two five hundred dollar trips to barcelona or to 
freaking anywhere else. Right. Like, so we want to show people those options and, uh, you know, I don't know what in terms of the number back to the number. I don't know. A lot. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I think to myself, like traveling is expensive. Like I just had a friend come and visit us and she spent, uh, she spent like, I don't know. It was like between a thousand and two thousand bucks yeah. to come out to like Vegas and Los Angeles. Right. And she stayed with us as well. So there Holy wasn't even crap. a hotel. And you now, ripped her off. No, wait, granted, granted, <laughs> granted, we did the whole nine. We went to Universal Studios. Okay. okay. We got her a wand. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? A couple yeah, yeah. hundred bucks. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. We got her. I don't think she got a cape. But like she, you know, she's we'll a whole one. <laughs> she did the Harry Potter thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some theme park stuff. So like that was fun. But I mean, you don't yeah, but when think. You think outside of that. So a lot of people think, okay, if I want a Disney World trip, thousand bucks for the family, it's going to sure. be multiplied out. Yeah. Uh, but to get to Spain, to get to France, to get to London, to get even to Japan, like we're going to Japan in a month, really inexpensive round trips, especially, you know, from here in LA. But also if we have a guy leaving from Boston, same thing. It's like, you know, I, I think a lot of people don't know what their money is actually worth. And that's what we want to share. My goal, I think, is a few hundred thousand at, at first um, in terms of users. Uh, that, I think, would be a really awesome number to start hitting. And then from there, yeah. clearly, you know, getting get into the, get the millies. millies. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys, well, I love your guys' answers, but are you ready for the, uh, you ready for the rapid fire? Yes. Round? Let's do it. Did you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll let you both have a shot at it. Okay. Okay. So if, if don't say my answer, <laughs> if your business owned a newspaper and you owned this newspaper, okay. So it's your newspaper. You can put whatever you want on it. What is the front page headline read? I'll let you both answer. All right. You're up first, Frank. Frank's first. Cheaper than you think. <laughs> okay. That's good. All right. What about you? No, 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 Siri. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then you'd have to read more to figure out what's cheap. Sure. Okay. I'm going to go. How many exclamations are yeah. involved in that? At least three. At least three. <laughs> I like, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. Okay. Born or built? Ooh. Uh, built. Yeah, I'm going to go with built. Grit or persistence? Can it be taught? So I think... Grit can certainly be taught. Persistence can't be. But persistence is a huge factor in grit. If you don't have persistence, yeah. you'll never get grit. I, I second that. Yeah. Okay. With the, with the <clears throat> <laughs> I second all of that. <clears throat> proving them wrong or proving them right? Oh, I mean, I always prove people wrong. Okay. Yeah. Oh, 100% prove people wrong. Yeah. Every that really? might be the wrong mindset, but yeah. Like my whole thing, I this is what's so pressure-filled is that I don't have many people that look at me and go, you fucking suck. Yeah. I think so. In the beginning, it's proving people wrong. And then afterwards, it's proving people right. Because once people believe in you, then it's like constantly pushing that. Yeah, out. I guess. And that's a two-parted yeah. answer. Yeah, that, yeah. I guess too. Like when it So like for venture, you know, or, or any type of investors, clearly you want to prove them right, right? And you want to yeah. be part of that journey. But um, but yeah. But in the beginning, when you tell your friends you're running a business and they're like, you're oh. out of your friggin' mind. Yeah, right. You prove those bastards wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking yeah. bastards. Yeah. You are fucking friends. All right. Uh, raising money or chasing revenue? Uh, raise money. You, you can get revenue so many different ways. You don't okay. have to chase that shit. Yeah. I, I go back to raising money, but doing it for the right reasons. Don't yeah. just raise money to raise money. Raise it for to do next, yeah, you do you know, next phase. Yeah. That I 
I hate you guys with that answer. So thanks a lot. Why are you chasing revenue? <laughs> yeah. You can make revenue. We talked about this. You can make revenue doing something. No, but my things. whole but my whole thing is, re- dude, investors are easy once you have like exponentially growing revenue, right? So like, well, and yes, you can also, raise it on your own terms is what I'm saying. Okay. You have a much better advantage when you have yeah. a lot more revenue to be able to stand behind. But at the end of the day. You look at like the Ubers of the world. Yeah, these guys like, don't come make on. money. I get it. Yeah, but like those are the truly point zero 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 one percent of people that try to start a business. True, you're right. In my theory, it's like everyone can have their niche and everyone can have their thing. Yeah, like based on granted, okay, fine. Elude might be that point zero zero one. Probably terrible advice for ninety nine percent of everyone yeah my whole thing is you can have your business you can have this and if it that revenue truly takes off then you'll have an investors will hear about you yeah and they'll go i want a piece of this yeah you know even if it's like a small angel round or something where you're like they're fine with a dividend Mm -hmm. yeah i respect your guys answers though yeah especially given your business model yeah you know what i mean and that's it i do think that it's it's different different, right Right. it's like and at least we're on the same page though yeah that's true (laughs) no yeah yeah i was gonna say (laughs) yeah you guys are good Okay, uh, eighty-hour or four-hour work week? Four. <laughs> I know yeah. Alex had an eighty. <laughs> See, Tim Ferriss all the way. <laughs> I wish that I could say four. I wish that I could I say four. I just here's the thing. I know what it takes to be able to build a business, like, yeah. and yeah. we're clearly doing that. Like, four hours, yeah, like that would be the dream. Come but on, like, are, well, are, are we talking four ideal? Hours, or we're talking what it actually yeah, takes four to hour, build a you company. You can. You can have a four-hour work week and run a business. We know that because we run oh. a side business. Yeah, mm. and yeah, yeah. It's yeah. less than four fucking hours. Yeah, yeah. sure. To tell you the truth, uh, the eighty-hour like if you think of work is not what typically people think of work, then it's twenty-four-seven. You know, so and, that's different. And actually, I would say in that case too, no-hour work weeks. It's like you need to go and do what you want to do. Yeah, like, yeah. That like like then I don't work. Feel like we don't really like work in this nah. sense. Like it's just like okay. we yeah. just stress each other out. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still not hearing an answer. A four. Four. I'm gonna go with four. What no, the fuck, 80. you people? Eighty. My God. I'm going eighty. What do you? Say? Oh, you go eighty. Yeah, I go eighty. Yeah, I go eighty. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised me and you disagree on two things. Hopefully, no, no other one. No. Other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything else, like last week, it, we me came and you. This really yeah. good friends. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, human chat or chat bots? Oh, uh, human. Human all day. Human all day. Even for though sure. chat bots are gigantic. I know, right? I just still, I, I read this study and it was like 30% of people know it's a chat bot and think it's bullshit. Yeah. Well, okay, you know so I mean? if I'm going to interact, I think sometimes I'd rather a chat bot. Because if it's like, oh, I forgot my password, I don't need to call somebody oh. and ask them that. Yeah, so if yeah, I'm yeah. using it, probably chat bot. Okay. But if I'm delivering it, I want. Oh, anyway. interesting. Yeah. That's a cool, that's actually a funny yeah. take. Because I just thought about it. Like I had a, a bank thing going on, and I was like, I don't fucking want to talk to anybody. Just yeah, give me absolutely. Goddamn chat bot. And I yeah, sure. Figure it out. Right. Anyways, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I like that point. Kind of counterintuitive. Ready? All right. Progress or polish? Oh, man. I'm too much of a perfectionist. I always polish. Actually, what are you? <laughs> get those eyes back in your head. I'm going to double down. I'm going to say polish, too. And the reason. Are you fucking both of me? Both of you guys. You want to know why? And I do think I'm going to just go back to the business side. Polishing? Yeah. You want to know why? Because Maybe I don't understand the question. He's throwing his the, phone on the ground over here. But wait, I think <laughs> I think it goes back to polish because it's like, here's the thing. Progress is great, and yeah, you need progress to be able to polish something. Sure. But 
when you want to go and you want to take this dream and like go and run with it, you need it freaking polished. You need it looked. It, it looks. Do you though? Yeah, you do. Because any investor or anybody or honestly any user. client, yeah, even user in that sense is going to be like, well, look, like it worked here, but we want to take it there. And well, I mean, yeah, that's good that? there, yeah. right? But like, you need to move. And I just think the majority of people that don't do. And again, okay, I try to I try to put myself in other people's shoes like all the time. Yeah, most of the time people don't do because they're overthinking or going, oh yeah, no, I need to get this done or like no, I want it to be perfect. I can't ship it right now. Right. And like I always think there's a Reed Hoffman quote that says, if you're not embarrassed by your first oh, yeah, version, yeah, yeah. yeah. you've yeah. launched too and late. We were very embarrassed. We're still Fire very embarrassed. <laughs> no, but you're so right we're going through so you actually actioned like yeah. yeah. Pr progress maybe, over polish. Maybe you're right. So okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, dude. You're back on my great graces. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Frank's reaction to Frank and I. We f first met for the f second time just last week. Yeah. And we hit yeah. it off on. We were hit on all cylinders. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first time we've ever disagreed on anything. Yeah. So really like awkward, but we're getting over it. Correct. <laughs> and this is the hardest I've laughed, I think, on my <laughs> podcast hearing from Frank. Yeah. Perfect. So like Frank's a funny it's dude. a good thing back and forth. It's I try and balance it out. The the humor doesn't work on job interviews. Don't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you be an entrepreneur and you'll have Yeah, a, so don't There's no one more job yeah, interviews. No, no, for no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh that's true. Yeah, this Yeah, I don't think wrong demographic. Wrong yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong demo. demo. <laughs> yeah. Some of these people are stuck. You know what I mean? Get the so, hell out. Get out of here. Okay, so the last thing is uh, let's leave them with the takeaway of the day. Cool. Okay. Did you come with any nuggets that you haven't exposed? Oh, let me think real quick Ooh. while Alex talks. <laughs> Go. Oh, Go on there. Um, let's see. I say, is it something that I could say constantly all the time? Oh, dude, I think people need to hear what you have to say constantly yeah. because it's not going to sink in. Until, like we, 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 we mentioned our love-hate with Gary Vee. Yeah. Yeah. We experience Gary Vee. We know what he talks about. We get it. He's so, a hustle porn. So and then it. we're on, but he's getting new people in that yeah, need yeah, to yeah. hear it. You're right. And, and you know what? For anybody who has either listened to me before or have you know heard of, of me talking or go on my LinkedIn or anything like that, you'll see this, but I, I'm a huge believer in it. Um, it is not who you know. It is never that. Um, people from a young age are always told it's all who you know it's all who you know yep. um, it's all who knows you and the second that you realize that it is a different world because you need to know who's going to answer your phone call who is going to be there to ask a question to and who's actually going to respond um, if you are constantly just reach out and you think that it's all who you know you're you're going to be living this this um, alternative life where you're going to be constantly searching for people to to be a part of what you're doing versus if you actually know people reaching out and, and sure. they know who you are, um, that will go uh, all the way to the bank. Absolutely. You just... Man, I got nothing. So I guess like the one thing <laughs> that somebody quoted me saying once is, you know, when, when you get news, right, whether it's good or bad or whatever, it's not good or bad news. It's just news. Like you make it whatever you want it to be. So if something happens, something just happened. You know, it's... It's not good or bad. Basically, it's just news. So just roll with it. Dude, I Don't love be that. bummed out. Yeah, like, that's great. It's just, that's all it is. Okay. okay. You heard it here from them, guys. Yes. yes. Frank and Alex from Elude. Uh, where can they find you guys? Leaving the parking lot in uh, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm on LinkedIn uh, under uh, Frankie Skirbo or Frankie Rosam. I don't know. I go by two names. I don't know why. Um, 
Instagram, same thing. Uh, and YouTube, uh, look up Elude or The Break Podcast. Yep. And check, Alex, take it away. Check <laughs> us out at elude.co. Uh, so that's E-L-U-D-E dot C-O. And I am at LinkedIn. I'm fairly, um, I'm actually always on there. So that's Alex Perfect. Simon. And if you just do Alex Simon Elude, I'm the first guy with all tats. Okay. Thank you, Not Boring Nation. We are not in this to be right, nor are we in this to be wrong. We are in this to be interesting. This is Not Boring Business.